It's the No Offseason Podcast. Ryan Rohalli and Nathan Rohalli here to recap the MLB All-Star Weekend that just happened. The AL defeating the NL for the ninth time in a row, 3-2. Giancarlo Stanton is your MVP with the two-run bomb. And Buxton hit a bomb, too. Don't forget about Buxton. We were going to go into that, how they got the three runs. Yeah, well, you know, I was doing the interviews they they asked Buxton one uh, one question and they, they didn't care but that's that's just how they do mainstream mainstream uh media doesn't care about you Minnesota you know that but a 3-2 win another win for the AL all Gosling gave up all three runs Shane O'Mac had a rough first inning giving up the two runs Acuna got a double, and then Mookie Betts with the RBI, and Paul Goldschmidt with the home run in the first inning. You're just skipping over the fact that uh, Shane O'Mac would have got blown up if it wasn't for ex-Met, current Cleveland Indian, Andres Jimenez, who made a outstanding play up the middle. Yeah, the backflip. That backflip. Back back. Yeah, and even get into that ball. That, that, was, that was amazing. That was a great play that he did, because if he didn't make that play, it would have been a three-run bomb that uh, Goldschmidt would have hit. That is also very true. It would have been a three-run bomb. But Jimenez won the game. So Jimenez won the game. I don't know why you had to throw in the x Met. Just say Cleveland Guardian, by the way. Not Indian. Guardian. Oh, oh I'm sorry. But, well, I've, I've watched Major League way too many times. So if I say the Indian, I'm sorry. I'm just saying that from the movie. Uh, Jimenez was the guy that I didn't want to get rid of in that trade whenever we got rid of him to do the trade for Lindor I didn't I was upset when we got rid of him but I'm happy that he's doing well with the Guardians so 3-2 uh, the weekend all in all was it was good good showing for the MLB in LA the home run derby was ran by the rookie Julio Ligas. yeah I wish I had some Hispanic uh, background but I can't, I can't even roll my R's uh, Julio stole the show in the home run derby, 32-31. Didn't win it. Of course, you know, the best guy in the in the home run derby usually never wins it for some reason, it feels like. Beat Corey Seager and Alonzo, who both had good showings, by the way. Yeah, Corey Seager uh, he, he came had, out. Yeah. He had, what, 24? Yeah, he had 24. Yeah, 32, 24. And Seager's like, oh, man, I had 24. But it's like Julio's 32. The matchup is uh, – that's why – I don't know if you want to get into, like, we could go back to back in the day. It was just, like, the top four. I think it was top four uh, home run that had the most home runs. That's the people that advanced instead of the bracket. I'm, I don't know how I feel about the bracket situation. Um, I'd not, rather just be the, like, go three minutes, whoever hits the most home runs, then go to a bracket. I would say the bracket's not my favorite thing, but it would be just cool if they randomized the, the – than to the players. Instead of having the most home runs go against the least amount, why don't they just go do like a uh, Champions League draw where they have them in the bin. Mm-hmm. You go, all right, Schwarber's going to go against, and then you have another one go against Corey Seager in the first round. Instead of just having, oh, most home runs go against the least amount of home runs. Because it's not a game. This is a... Or would, wouldn't it be better if you get to call out... If you have the most home runs, you get to call out who you want to go against. To so make you, it like a rivalry if you're doing a bracket. So, so be you like, pretty oh, much yeah, get you, the pick. Yeah. So make it a little bit more tense. Um, I still listen. Like, 
that idea was pretty good with the like just randomness and everything like that. But I think first for most out of the eight eight players that are in the home run derby, top four go to the semifinals. Then the first person goes against the last person that had the least amount, and then the second, third, boom, there you do it like that. Instead of doing the force, I don't know how Schwarber got the. Um, Number one seed anyway. I know how he got it. He had the most home runs. Blah, blah, blah. But, like, if you're a back-to-back home run champ, you should be the number one seed. Yeah, Alonzo should have been the one seed for sure. I'm not saying Alonzo shouldn't have been the one. Because he won it back-to-back years. He should have won against Pujols if you want to go with that. That way we didn't have to see Schwarber choke it up and just be a complete dud. What a dud Schwarber was, too. His hits, like, when you would see him hit – he was going over top of the balls. Well, sometimes, you know, the um, the pitcher that throws it to him. Oh, it, maybe his pitcher wasn't that good. But Pujols' yeah. pitcher at the beginning was awful. I, I, was that his son or? Uh, Pujols', I don't know who he had throwing to him. I don't know if it was his son or not. I just asked because the Shit. guy who pitched it to him had Pujols on his back. Yeah. I don't know exactly who that was throwing to Pujols. I know the uh, Julio had uh, his boy from. Mejia. Uh, Pena. Pena. Pena, yeah. Pena. And he, uh, like, he grew up training with him and all that. He was throwing quick, too. He wasn't even winding up. He was just, like, leaning him in there. And you saw the difference because he was just hit him that quick. The umpire wasn't even doing his job because you're not supposed to let him throw until it hit the Um, went over the fence fence. and like are you talking about Julio yeah Pena Pena Pena, his pitcher his uh, pitcher was just going so quick that it didn't even matter he was just like oh well it's just that quick he's not even winding up I don't know how to stop it freaking once Julio hit that like he struggled at the beginning once that first one went out it was every single hit was a bomb you just started swinging you're like gone 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 Chris Berman probably was having a heart attack when Julio was. He just kept saying back, 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 back every time. We wish he was still doing it. He doesn't do it anymore. But. He was there. He was there. He did the pregame. Well, he didn't do the home run derby. He might have been on ESPN, too. I think they had double podcast. I, I looked at – I went to both of them. Oh, uh, you went to both of them. And he was on neither. Oh, well. Which is unfortunate. Yeah, it's unfortunate. For old school, old school people like us. Y'all, y'all might like uh, – who was on there? It was uh, Carl, Carl Ravage, I think, was on. And uh, Pen, uh, damn, Eduardo Perez was on ESPN 1. Yeah. ESPN 2 was somebody else, and they gave you a different angle. Um, they still need to figure out the angles better because I feel like they lose the ball so much on the cameras. Well, it happens so fast, though. So, like, you know. Well, like, with Julio's, it did It was like a, a flip, a pitch flip. pitch. They have to flip so quick. Yeah. But you're ESPN. You're the worldwide leader in sports. We need better camera angles for a home run derby. I just think it was. It's hard to flip back and forth. I'm not going to give them shit for that. That's not. It, that's not that big of a deal. I will give them shit for their number thing. I think sometimes it fucks up. I think they they're forget, late. I think they forget counts sometimes, and I think they go. They're at 14. Oh no, where are they actually at? I think they miss it a lot. I think, yeah, and the commentary doesn't help with that because yeah. they they get confused because I think they're looking at the monitor and not knowing. But, I can't believe we're talking about this home run derby so long. I mean, it's what it is. I mean, well, all... Juan Soto won it, so this is a big deal. So, can we transition into the winner? Well, are we going to go into? I I just 
it, it seems like an easy transition. Right, we can just transition, transition to Juan Soto, and then did that increase his uh, trade value because he won a home run derby? I don't think it increased, I don't think it increased anything because everyone knows how great Juan Soto is. Yeah, I think Juan Soto was already going to be the number one trade piece for the Yankees, the Padres, the Blue Jays. I have a question about anybody trade for him though. Anybody that has top tier prospects and has a chance for the playoffs and wants his to contract, spend money. Go ahead, continue. No, go ahead. I was gonna say his contract's up this uh, after this year though, right? No, I don't think so. It's either this year or the next year. Uh, I think it's the next year. So you get two years for Soto. I believe so. Then you're gonna have to give up a bunch of prospects for two years when he can just leave after that. Because I think it might actually be just one year of Soto. Or a half a year. Yeah, he's so. got one year, seventeen million. So you trade. So who's going to give up those assets for that? Uh, for one year, whenever he's going to leave. I, you do you actually know he's going to leave? What if he wants to resign? It depends on where he goes. That'll be that. That's a big thing. So I think Soto. He's already got a championship. He's already been an MVP. I don't know if he won the. I think Strasburg won the. Um, World Series MVP, didn't he? Yeah, I think so. Strasburg won it? Yeah. But still, he was one of the best players on a uh, World Series winning team. So if you're, the, if you're the, say, Padres, who they want, reports are that they want Soto and Tatis to team up together, how many prospects are you giving up? I think the prospect, uh, Padres have given up all the prospects they could give already. They have C.J. Abrams to give up. Right. No one wants him. That's not true. No one wants C.J. Abrams. That's not true at all. Didn't he get sent down to the minors this year? He got sent down, but I, I would still take C.J. Abrams because the Padres don't know what to do with him. They've thrown him out of left field, right field, instead of his true position, which so is you, shortstop. So you're the Nationals, and you're, you would take C.J. Abrams. I mean, they took far less for Trey Turner and Max Scherzer, yeah. They didn't take far less. They have people. They have a gray... They have uh, Ruiz. They have they have players. They, they have, have they have players that are just as good or in the, the same level as CJ. CJ has the potential to be good if he consistently plays every day. Uh, you, I don't think CJ Abrams is ever going to be good, but yeah, uh, that's that's harsh. But if you're willing to risk it, I think that's a little bit too less. Too like you need more than that. I'm not saying you want to get more, but I'm just saying you can't. Like you, you, that's like saying you gave up on Julio Rodriguez and Bobby Witt before the season even, like right when they were struggling. At the Soto's of the about season. the same year. Uh, he's about the same age. As Julio? He's about the same age. Yeah, he is. He's about yeah. three years older, but. No, he's, isn't uh, Soto, Soto's 22. 23. Yeah. Julio's 20. Witt's 19, 20. Kansas City, like, but Kansas City can never trade for Soto. So, no. like, realistically, if he's going, you think the Padres, that's... I mean, they have an outfielder, a catcher, an outfielder, a shortstop, and an infielder they could get rid of. Man. Padres are never going to win the World Series, though. But they can compete. And he's not going to stay with San Diego. Why wouldn't he stay if Tatis is there? Why, why is Tatis uh, the big thing? Because Tatis is the top-tier player. When he plays. He will be playing again. Where is this rumor coming from that... Um, That's what the Padres organization wants. Yeah, but is this their best friends or something like that? I don't know if they're best friends, but that's what the Padres organization wants. 
Why wouldn't he just go play with Vlad over in Toronto then? All right, give me your Toronto. What does Toronto have that San Diego doesn't have? They have the same. If and if, if, if he's not vaccinated, he can't even play in Toronto. I think he. I don't, I don't know if he is or not, but who knows? Who knows? I That's, mean, they would know. The Blue Jays would know. They would call and ask. Right, of course. But we're bringing up politics and stuff that doesn't really even matter in this conversation. Well, it does matter for the Blue Jays because that's what if, if he's not vaccinated, chooses he doesn't want to get vaccinated, he can't play in Toronto. They haven't played Toronto yet this year? No, the Nationals have not played Toronto. Okay. Well, regardless, if that's not the case, this shouldn't be this way anyway. But um, they have a better prospect than the Padres do that they brought up. Uh, Gabriel Moreno. I don't know if I got the first name right, but I think his last name is Moreno. Their prospect is better than the Padres' prospect. is a catcher. And now that they have Kirk, they have probably a lot of prospects because Toronto's been down for a lot, long time and they've done trades. So I think that Toronto could afford to get Soto just for a half year. And if you look at Toronto's track record, they do go big at the trade deadline. Toronto has. They've gotten David Price to go on a run. They've gotten um, Jose Barrios last year. Didn't work out, but stayed this year. But they, they do big moves late in the year. So I don't think anyone's talking about Toronto. And I think they could be a move that uh, no one else would see. So uh, I'm trying to think of anyone else that would go for the one solo. Like, you always get the Yankees and the Red Sox. Red Sox, and, like, the Mets are brought up, too. It's like, no, there's no way they're trading them inside the division. So, those are already out. Uh, I don't think there's enough room in the outfield for them to play with the Yankees. But I just don't know what the Yankees would give up. I don't know their prospects. I don't know if they have top-tier prospects. They don't have Clint Frazier no more. Clint Frazier was their top prospect. Oh, they, they're never going to get rid of him, and now they just let him go, and he's terrible. <laughs> so that one was dead in the water. I uh, used to be a big Clint Frazier fan, though. Who else? I would like to see him go to the Cardinals. That would be fun, but I don't think the Cardinals have the pieces to do it. They have just, But just think of that random The Cardinals lineup. have a lot of pitching, I think, in their uh, – their minor, minor league system. system. But they don't do the big trades. Cardinals never do a big trade like They that. did a big trade for Goldie. They got Paul Goldschmidt in a trade. Yeah, for nothing, though. And Nolan Arenado in a trade. Yeah, for nothing. They didn't have to give up a lot in the, both of those trades. The Cardinals are the hustlers of Major League Baseball. They just hustle you. They give you nothing, and they get everything in return. But let, let me, let's and they're this, older, and they're older, too. Let's throw this scenario, let's throw this scenario out there. You give them... Either O'Neill, Bader, or Carlson already in the majors in the outfield, and you're going to replace them with Soto. So you can trade one of them, then you can trade a couple prospects. There's a deal for the Cardinals in there. You're right. There is a deal. There is a deal be- because you can throw them an outfield that's already a major league player in O'Neill, Bader, or Carlson. Mm-hmm. And that's already a bigger replacement upgrade yeah. than, than one of the three. pitches you have down yeah. down in the minors. Maybe a couple of them, a few of them, maybe yep. a draft pick. I don't. MLB for some reason doesn't do draft picks like that. But you trade a draft pick too. The Cardinals then that lineup goes: Juan Soto, Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, Edmund leading off. Edmund leading off. 
Yeah, it's stacked up. Like, it's stacked up. Front. The idea for the Cardinals to do it is there. And then they have uh, Gorman that's already playing on yeah. Donovan, and I figure one of them might be in the trade anyway. But they have Gorman and Donovan too. Yeah, Cardinals. That's a good spot. I like There's that. I like that, Ryan. Slide. I like that, Ryan. There's a sneaky slide like that. that the Cardinals could do it. But so the Brew Crew can't do the same. The Brew Crew, they don't have that piece. Like that, the outfield for the Cardinals is good. But you and get, deep, good yeah, and deep. deep. Yeah. But you can replace it because yeah. you're getting an upgrade in that spot, and then the Nationals can think at the same time. All right, without losing that much of a, like, yeah, we're losing Juan Soto and the great value of it, but we're replacing with a already MLB proven player. Yeah, you're convinced. You convinced me already. Uh, that's the best spot for him to go. Yeah, is, and uh, if the Cardinals want to make the, and, and for uh, Washington, like as an equal trade. Yeah, as an equal trade, it doesn't downgrade them. It, it's a downgrade, obviously, but yeah, it, it's not. Up. It's not a huge leap of like we already know they're in rebuild mode, but it's not like a gi- giant jump off to a full blown. We're going to be the worst team every year, Orioles type thing. Where, yeah, they could get all those all those players. They could get exactly the ones that you said. Uh, and, Washington, the Nats can, so. and it makes it not only does it help the Cardinals, it makes them a World Series threat. Then, if they go get, say, a Blackburn, excuse me, sorry guys, a Blackburn from Oakland or a Nolan uh, Syndergaard from the Angels, a just, just another pitcher in the rotation, it then helps them out even more because they wouldn't have to give up as much for, say. A Thor or a Blackburn. I don't think they're going to give or up. Or Granky. I do not think. If they do one big trade for Soto, they're not going to do another trade. But it, the value of it, I'm just saying they could get. The, the Angels' farm system so bad that they could just give them a mid-tier prospect and they'll probably do it. Yeah. I'm, now, I, just throwing that out there. If you get Thor and Juan Soto, does that not make them a world uh I, no, it doesn't, it doesn't at all because St. Louis doesn't have the pitching. Yeah, so but if you get thing. Thor in there, then you become... It still doesn't help their pitching. They, they have pitching problems. As much as they, I was really excited, it makes sense for that trade for them. They need pitching. I just think, I think they, they can, can win compete. the World Series. They I cannot they win can the compete. World Series with the pitching that they have right now. St. Louis Cardinals cannot. No, they cannot, but if they with get the, the trade... Pitching, with the pitching that they have... if they get have, a trade, they have a chance... I say a chance to compete with the Dodgers. They could already and the Mets. They could compete with their hitting now. Yeah, without I, Soto. So now I'm backtracking a little bit because they need a pitcher more than they do. Um, well, the pitcher market is out there, but if you get the hitter, then it helps them out. They don't against, need a hitter though. But their hitting helps, is fine. It helps them out more. How does it help them out? Because Juan Soto in the playoffs is already proven, and we've seen them do it. And if you're going against a top-tier pitcher, wouldn't you want the best hitters to hit the ball? They need a top-tier pitcher, not a top-tier hitter. I think they, That's a, I think if they could get to the fifth inning with their starter in the playoffs, get to their bullpen. Wainwright will do that. Yeah, yes. so you get to the bullpen. You don't think uh, Molasses will? I don't think their bullpen is that good. I think it's good they enough. Need to, they need to strength, strengthen their bullpen a little bit because their bullpen's been leaky a little bit lately. I think, okay, let's do a couple trades here and there. Slide some moves. It's going to be a lot of moves, though, to do that. Like they, So the Soto trade is off the table. As much as it sounded fun, it did sound fun. I, I, I bought into it, too. I forgot about the pitching aspect of it, and they don't have pitching. I, and now I'm backtracking, and I don't think they should do that trade. I, it's, I think that's a smart idea by the Cardinals. Don't listen to him, St. Louis. Do get Soto. But... Of course, I feel like the Dodgers are going to be in the race somehow, some way for Soto. 
they'll slither the way in. They'll call the Nats. Whatever. If he goes to the Dodgers, then I'm just going to quit watching baseball. I mean, the, the Dodgers <laughs> and the Nats have that relationship. I'm just you know? going to be calling calling collusion all goddamn day. They have that relationship. But I won't care because Max Sergio will shut their ass down in the playoffs, so it would be fine. Well, you have to play them to get there first. It has to be the matchup. Right, yeah, if we get there. But that's fine. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, what do you want? You want the all-star? Let's do our three best, three worst. Three best, uh, three best, three worst? Three best parts of the All-Star Weekend this weekend and the three worst things that you saw in the All-Star Weekend. I don't know. Worst is not a good term. Uh, least favorite, because worst sounds like we're like really being too negative. Least favorite things or like something that we did not enjoy. So three, uh, three worst. Three phenomenal and three like... No, because uh, I'm not hyping this. It's an All-Star game thing. All-Star Weekend is just for fun. I don't take it serious. I know everyone else does. It's I don't take it serious. I don't take the All Star Game seriously in the NBA or the NFL. Pro Bowl is just dead. I have a new theory on that too. We can get that later. Uh, but I think it's just fun. It's just for fun. Don't take it serious. And I know everyone tries to take the All Star Game serious, and they try to talk about it like seriousness or try to evaluate something, something from it. Yeah, yeah when it's, it's not, just yeah. a fun thing for players to relax, enjoy themselves, yep. and for fans to enjoy. It's not something you take fun. So, yes, the three best and worst parts of the weekend. Okay. Um, do you want to start with, uh, are we going in reverse order? All right, we'll just do the three best that, things that you saw this weekend. Started from three or? Uh, no, just one. just count three. You can just do three. Oh, so in no you, order? No order. No order. Um, Julio Rodriguez. Julio Rodriguez. I'm glad that he's a mainstream uh, player now. A lot of people are going to know his name, which is great because Seattle is a small market team. I like small market teams don't ever get respect. So I'm happy that uh, it took him. Even when they were winning 14 straight, people still. Julio was hurt a little bit during that time on that 14 game winning streak, too. But like, I think a lot. A lot more people will watch Seattle games now, Seattle Mariner games, because of him. So I think that's a good thing. Um, my best was, one of my best was the Pujols-Cabrera thing. I know it was more Pujols than it was Miguel Cabrera. And I just still think it was cool. I still thought it was cool, Pujols being in the home run derby. Pujols beating Schorber. Schwarber. Schwarber. Oh, Schwarber. Good not God. Not Schwarber. Schwarber. Good God. I cannot pronounce. Kyle Schwarber. Cannot pronounce today. Uh, I thought that was cool. I thought just the moment of him being in and the moment of all that was cool. And, yeah, Cabrera didn't get that much. But that's just Cabrera. I don't think he wants the limelight like that. I don't think he needs the limelight like that. I think it's just cool for him being recognized by his peers more than it was like everyone else. All right, yours? Your second one? Oh, my second good one? Yeah. Um, Andreas Jimenez making a phenomenal play in the first inning. I thought that was a beautiful play. Like, it probably won't get recognized enough because a lot of it will go to other things. But phenomenal play up the middle. Ball hit. Hard hit ball. And then he backflipped it like it was nothing because it was that's behind how the cool. back. It wasn't back. Yeah, behind, uh, the back. behind the back. Yeah, caught it up the middle, going towards second, and then flipped it behind the back to Timmy Anderson. Boom, double play. As that play won't get enough love. 
But for me, that's uh, one of the best things I saw in All-Star Week. My second favorite was the players mic'd up. I thought the players mic'd up was cool. It was fun. I thought it was just enjoyable to hear. And then they asked, John, John what do you want my next pitch to be? Slider down the way. He doesn't throw it down the way. He throws it inside, hits Jeff McNeil in the foot. But it was just cool. Yeah. It was more, it's cool to hear players just talking and being themselves. And like Hendricks yelling at Julio for the ball. Like you wouldn't just notice that in the normal game. You just hear him, Julio, <laughs> yelling for the ball. Because yeah. apparently Hendricks <laughs> needs the ball every time. After ending in the All-Star game, he grabs the ball and keeps it in his house. Yeah, like that, that's just cool. It was just fun to hear Garrett Cole and Max Fried talk about random stuff on while they're sitting on the bench. Like I thought that was a cool aspect of the All-Star game that I think players and fans – like, get the little insiders of randomness that they talked about. Yeah, I agree 100% with that. That's, um, that, is, that was really awesome whenever they're mic'd up and get a little insight on uh, what pitch he's going to throw based on how they're standing in the box. Uh, Trevino was doing that for the Yankees whenever him and uh, Nestor Cortez were matched up. That happened a little bit where they were just combining – so I, I do 100% agree with the mic'd up thing, but I don't want to go it's piggyback on yours, so i got to figure out uh, another another thing that I liked about the All-Star game because that was going to be mine, my, my, but you stole it. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess I can, but uh, there's there had to be another thing that I really liked during the All-Star game, and I'm trying to think about, um, about that. Um... I like uh, that Dave uh, Dave Roberts is a shitty manager in the All Star game, just like he is in you know playoff playoff situations. So that that's something that uh, I'm I'm not a big Dodgers fan. Y'all y'all a good team, but uh, I did enjoy a Dodger pitcher getting blown up when it was a Dodgers manager that put him in. So I can't lie. I love that. Uh, my third best. So that's AL. Always winning it. Nine in a row. The division of exhibition games. Division, no. Uh, uh, conference. League. League, 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 league of the, league. League, They're always better in the All-Star game. Maybe not in the World Series, but they. you can't beat them in the All-Star game. because Dave Roberts is our manager every year. I mean, not just to. No, shit. He wasn't. He was he was in the dugout. Fuck. Snicker was uh, from the Braves. I forgot. He was, but Dave Roberts was in the dugout, so he gave her the voodoo anyway. But fucking uh, fucking the manager of the Braves was the manager today. Sid 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 and Kerr. Sid Yeah, the Braves man. Yeah, but like I can't pronounce his actual name. And, yeah, but it's fine. Sid, but it's Sid and Kerr. Yeah, it's fine. We we know what you mean. It's fine. The AL just we own you guys. Yeah, that's that's fine. Anyway, I, I was looking for a reason to blame Dave uh, blame Dave Roberts and fucking you know. Yeah, I know. Which is it is what it is. We're just better than you guys in this exhibition game every year. It's what we do. But when you fucking trot out a Dodger pitcher, I... hey, that Kershaw was trotted out and he was about to get blown up and 
how I felt like Kershaw. Look at what uh, San Diego did. San Diego, uh, well, I want to get off track and shit, but uh, yeah. San Diego does deserve a little bit of credit. He should have started the game because he's the best pitcher in baseball. But All right, we're going to move on. Your three worst things from the weekend. Um, number one is me not remembering that uh, Dave Roberts was not the manager of this All-Star game. That's number one. <laughs> That's number one? Yeah. Uh, fucking the Braves manager was the manager, so no wonder we lost. You know, they got lucky last year. So that's going to be your one. Yeah, the Braves, Braves suck. Hate them with a passion. And that's the reason that uh, the NL didn't win. Once the Mets get in there and we go to the World Series... We'll be up. We'll figure it out. So the NL will win the All-Star game once the Mets win the World Series. Or just go to the World Series. Uh, Even though we win in 2014 and still lost in the All-Star game You're getting off track here. You're getting off track here. Well, I don't want people to come out. I don't even know what your worst was. Your worst was just the fact that you forgot the manager's name. Yeah. My worst. Yeah, yeah, my worst. With those god awful ugly uniforms this year, and those god awful batting helmets. I like the whites. The whites were fine. Yeah. But what the fuck was that? Gray and black. Charcoal. 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 Charcoal black. Those were not good. Their batting helmets looked like they just grabbed some helmets and threw some leathers up there. Can they go back to um, just wearing the? Remember when they used to rock your team? Yeah. That mean, was the point. Just rock your team. Those were awful. The whites were alright. I could deal with the whites. I don't understand why they don't rock the team jerseys. That was half the point of like you get to see your team on TV like they're never on TV they're in the all-star game they're rocking your colors I don't and know why I, are they in uniform for an all-star game I think at, the AL's jerseys were so bad I think the only one I actually enjoyed was Chicago's because of the cursive and it worked well uh, yeah I, I guess but still um, you brought up a point that I didn't even think of I remember whenever they used to rock their team jerseys and I missed that. Yeah, team jerseys are cool. I enjoyed that. I just, I just didn't understand. I just, they weren't nice. They weren't nice to look at. The ALs especially, they were bad. The batting helmets just looked like they threw away, threw together an N and an L, and they stuck it on there, and they were like, "Here we go." Yeah. That was that was in, so unappealing. Like it didn't ruin the game, but it made it unappealing to watch. Bad jersey. They remember. When they did the nickname it's Nike, though, remember? remember? No, remember when they did the nickname thing before Nike, and they had the white on white and the black on black at one time uh, with the nicknames on the back. On oh, the nicknames on the back, is they that did the, the All Star game? No, one? they did it during the season. Yeah, yeah. They had the yeah. white on white, like they teams had white jerseys with white lettering on it, and those were bad too. Then they had the black on black ones, mm-hmm. like that was just, those jerseys. That's what these jerseys remind me of. I was like, it's not these are tacky. And you're in L.A. Pop some color out, for fuck's sakes. It's the sun. It's sunshine state. Fucking pop it out. They're not in Miami. Miami would have popped the color out. Yeah, I know, but pop some color, for fuck's sakes. No, nah, they wanted the gold. Like They wanted, like, trim, like, charcoal and gold, white no, and gold. But you're in the sun. It doesn't rain there. Makes that, If you were in Seattle, yeah, great colors. But, I, I just didn't like them anyway. Anyway, ah, just, that didn't, wasn't my thing. What's your second one? Um, second one is too much Yankee love. Best team in baseball. Get it. All right. 
How many people are going to be mic'd up that are Yankees? I counted five. I could be low on that number, too. Because I think it was... It might have been six Yankees that were just mic'd up. It was Cole, Stanton, Judge, Cortez, and Trevino. Trevino. That's it. The... Um, That was five. Judd, yeah, yeah. That's, I said five. Just, yeah, it's just way too much. There's a lot of other players over there that you could um, mic up. So the Yankee love was, they're the best team in baseball. It's fine. Understand it. But show some love, and I'll use this as an example. Stanton hits a two-run bomb. Great. Boom. Saw Tom Verducci already up, over there trying to get a conversation with him. Then Buxton hits back-to-back. Oh, Boom, we got both of them here. They asked Stanton two questions, Buxton one. Everyone knows about Stanton because everyone talks about him. No one knows about Buxton. That's the time to him to shine. Y'all don't give him the opportunity to shine. So, and Let's rephrase that. People know Buxton. He's just not as popular as Stanton. In baseball, they do. But in an all-star game, a lot of casuals are watching. Yeah, what? casuals don't know Buxton. Right, as so they didn't even give him... The opportunity to they ask them one question boom that's it so that upset me a little bit all right so if my first one of my one of my favorites was Albert Pujols and Cabrera again love my second worst is the fans not syndicating the love and giving them the standing ovation while I bet yes you brought it up and yes that is this rolling my eyes right now I'm rolling yeah, my eyes right now because, because this is what I said. Yeah, so that's one of the worst is the fans not giving the credit where credit's due. Can we just combine the worst and just make this the worst thing of the All-Star game? And just, like, we'll end it on here? No. Because I think it deserves uh, being talked about. We're talking about it right now. I just feel like... I don't know what was wrong with L.A. I don't know what was wrong with the... I'm not going to blame Major League Baseball, but they did a big poppy thing. For um, the Fox me thing, Poppy went in and started talking to people. Right when he was uh, when Miguel Cabrera, Miguel Cabrera was up at bat, so they did that for a triple crown winner, the only triple crown winner that I think anybody's ever seen, ever that's alive. There might be like five or seven people that are alive that have seen a triple crown winner that's not Miguel Cabrera. I just, I felt like they... Or maybe more, but shit. I feel like the fans should have gave them more respect for what they were. And are. And are. And gave to the game. Because this is going to be the last time they're going to be an all-star game ever. Yep. Give them a stand and no. Give them a thank you. Thanks for the memories. Thanks for... Being great players and great people. So I don't know whose fault is. Is it the fans or is it like... Did... I blame the fans. Oh, it's the fans. Because if the fans would have started the standing ovation, yeah, they, they came up with a cut yeah. and looked over, they would have been there. You would have seen Cabrera take off his cap, tip the cap, or tip his hat and all that stuff. Yeah, there should have been something like that. They should have both had the same thing and the same style and the thank you. And I just think... I don't think Dodger fans really cared about Cabrera... Or pulls like they cared about them, but they didn't care enough like that town. But that's respecting the game, though. I know, but that's what I'm saying. I think if this was in 
say St. Louis or Boston or New York. I would say St. Louis for sure. St. Louis for sure, but like cities like that, I feel like they would have got the standing O they deserve. I'm not dogging the, the L.A. Dodger fan base, but they didn't do a good job helping out that situation, what the moment was. No, nah, that hurt. That did hurt. It still hurts right now, even just thinking about it. When yeah, we're that talking about moment it. should have been yeah. there. Yeah. That should have been a moment that you see on when you're watching MLB extra innings or the MLB package in the camera. The When it goes to commercial, that should be a moment where you watch it and say, oh, All-Star Game yeah. 2020, standing ovation for Miguel Cabrera. But it wasn't there. You didn't yeah. get it. And so now I'm done with that little rule that they have. Yeah, if you're not going to give them the standing going, thank them. Why even have them there? But maybe they just don't know enough about baseball then. So then don't go to baseball games. If you don't know about baseball, don't go to no, baseball games. No, because they need to grow the fan base too in the town. You can't get annoyed about that. That's why other people in the stands are like telling everybody in the group to stand up and give a standing ovation. That's how it goes in the section. If you've been to a baseball game, if the energy is great in your section – Get everybody to stand up. You could get a like I've seen the wave happen at baseball games. Boston would have gave a standing ovation, and I I'm not a big Boston That's fan what I'm either. Saying. If it was in a more baseball town, I'm not saying LA's not. They only care about the Dodgers, though. They yeah. only care about the Dodgers. They don't care about anyone else. Yeah, except the Dodgers. They probably don't know that fucking Mickey Cabrera had a triple crown. Which is ridiculous. I don't 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 put me in that Which LA fan ridiculous. base. Don't put me in that LA fans. I think he's just going out of the wild. Yeah, but a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. But shit, yo, like give them a, give them respect. Give them more respect than what they get. Yeah. That's that's all we were saying. That's it. That's it. The Mickey the Mickey one was definitely disrespectful. So I don't know how to come back from that. That was. So I'm assuming you don't have another worse. No, that that was my worst. That like, was your, yeah, yeah. I was just piggybacking off of you. Uh, you know, I had a third worst in my head. I think I forgot it. We talked about this ovation thing for a long time. Uh, what was my third one? Oh, I'm drawing a blank. I know it's fine. Calm down. No, oh, we're good. We're fine. Let's let it roll. Um, that was your third. That no, was that was it. my second one. Those no, uniforms, that, and my third one probably was something to do randomly, but... Pete Alonzo being salty about uh, not winning it, he was he was really upset, but I liked it. No, nah, it's fine. fine. I like we can move on. We can just combine that as the worst of the worst. We'll just move on to the second half and what we expect and what we want to see and what you were most excited for in the second half of the MLB season. Okay. Um... What I want to see? Yeah, what's your storyline? What's the storyline that you're looking forward to seeing? The Mets holding on, going on a run. Uh, cutting down everybody in the AL, going through our demons, and then getting over there and having a Subway Series against the Yankees and then winning. And so you want the Subway Series? Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. Out of all teams in the AL, yeah, I want the Yankees. I want it, I want it because it'll hurt. And I'm not from New York at all. But I remember 2000, so I want revenge from 2000. So, yeah, that's what I want. That's fine because they're cut. What were we going to say? Also, I would like Goldschmidt to go on a run too. So, like, if the Cardinals go on a run, that'd be awesome. Well, they would if they get one seven. 
they have they need more pitching. If we're talking about the Cardinals, they need more pitching. And um I just want uh more people to watch baseball this year. Like second half of the season, just more people watching baseball. Uh my storyline is I'm looking forward to the NL races. The Central with the Cardinals and Brewers, the East with the Braves and Mets. The West is not so much, but I mean it's pretty much Dodgers versus the Padres. Unless they get Soto. Yeah, unless that happens, but I don't even think that's gonna help. I think the Dodgers have that division pretty much wrapped up. But that think that's gonna be fun. I think the wild card, the last spot in the wild card is gonna be fun. Not even the last spot in the wild card. The wild card bitches is uh always sunny in Philadelphia. Uh what's called is gonna be back. Tatis is gonna be back in September. Yeah, I know, I just but I was just saying is So it, that's the wild card. Not the wild card. I know you're talking about the wild yeah. card uh, playoffs and everything like that. But you're that. talking about the division. Yeah. I'm just talking about, like, Tatis comes back. Everything's up in the air. Yeah, I, everything's up in the air. But I think the, also the wild card, I think, from the Brewers to the Padres to the Giants to the Phillies, I think that race is going to be fun to get that last spot. And Mets. We, we and the Mets. Too. Mets yeah, Braves. In there too. That yeah. matchup yeah, for yeah. that wild card spot yeah, is going to be fun. The watch in the NL. In the AL. Born. Uh, Born. Who's going to win the AL East? I mean, it's pretty much the Yankees. Uh, who's. My twins My twins are going to win the fucking Central. That can no the one, White Sox come back? I mean. That'll, that'll be something that uh, I picked. Y'all didn't know. But I picked the Twins to win the Central. I don't know why I had to whisper it. Like, like it's not news that they're winning the Central right now. Oh, that's a good race. So the AL Central is good. Yeah, because you, you got, you the, got Guardians. the Guardians and the uh, and the Twins and maybe the White Sox if they get hot. But I don't. We'll see what happens with and them. Seattle, Seattle, maybe catching the Astros. Astros, yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's some good ones. Uh, what's one trade that you think if a team did would get them over the hump to a World Series title chance or a World Series chance? That aren't uh, World Series contenders. That aren't favorites. They aren't the, I guess, what it would be, Braves, Yankees, Mets, Dodgers. I would like... Uh, oh, Astros, too. I can't, oh, Astros would forget you for some reason, but yeah. Astros really don't need anything. Uh, they could use they could use another uh, bullpen pitcher, but neither, like, but then not, get another arm. Not, a, not them. Like, uh, I would say Casillo... Uh, Yeah, Castillo from the Reds going to – I don't think they would trade him to the Brewer, uh, Brewers, but that would help a lot. That would change. Or going to the Cardinals. That would change a lot. So you got Castillo going to the Cardinals I, or Brewers? He's going. He's not going in that division. I know, he's but... going to go to probably the Yankees or the Blue Jays. Okay. Oh, Forgot about the Orioles. That's a good storyline, too. Oh, the Orioles storyline? Yeah, being the underdogs and competing for the wild card spot, that's going to be fun to watch. They're always fun yeah. to watch. Uh, mine is Castillo as well. Going to the Boston Red Sox, though. The, yeah, you can see Because their hitting's already good. If he goes to the Boston, I think they have a chance mm-hmm. to make the World Series, even though I didn't think that at the beginning of the year. I think that changes and it helps them with the solidify that 
starting pitching. Maybe they need some more bullpen. They not maybe they do need more bullpen help. No, Barnes is uh, on the IL right now. So when he comes back, their bullpen's been steadily improving. improving they have a better manager. If you're talking about Yankees and Red Sox, they have the better manager. I know, but I just maybe get Castillo or Blackburn. Don't I, I still think Blackburn's out there? He for, looks like a Red Sox, by the way, doesn't he? Doesn't Blackburn look like a Red Sox? Looks Sox? like a Red Sox. He's an Astro though. The Astros gave him that. The Astros did the slyest move ever to get, get a guy to want to go there. He was supposed to fly coach to the All-Star game. They said, no, take first class. Come on, we'll pay for it. And then they're going to call Oakland and be like, what you want for him? And they're not going to give up a whole bunch to get Blackburn. So they'll have another pitcher out that can just pitch, start, start, be a starting pitcher at the regular season, become a bullpen guy in the playoffs, and boom. They've already laid that groundwork for Blackburn. Yeah. Um, I do think Thor's going somewhere, but I don't know if he's going to be a enough of a... I could see him being a Red Sox, too. Yeah, I could... Uh, I could see him being a Red Sox, also. I could see that, but I, see, I think, though, he'll go to the NL, and I think that's where the uh, Cardinals, Brewers, maybe even the Mets. He might have a reunion with the Mets there, too. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, we have different management and everything like that, so I don't know how that would go over and shit. Uh, also, fucking, um, I don't know if y'all know this, but Mets fans know this. DeGrom had another setback, so it's going to be a little bit before he fucking comes back. So, yeah, it's a so Mets they, problem. They'll be looking at all the pitchers available. Montas. We got uh, Frankie Montas from Oakland and stuff like that for other people to go to. But, yeah. So, that's going to wrap up this episode of the No Offseason Podcast. Wait, you have something else to say? No, uh, all I, all I want to say is that uh, I'm sorry, uh, Dave Roberts, for blaming the All-Star game on you. But you were in the dugout. So, I do blame it on you. So, it still is kind of his fault. Yeah. But, all right. That's going to do it for the Offseason Podcast. Uh, subscribe, like. Uh, Rohali27 my Vince Twitter Gra- oh yeah your Twitter yeah what what Rohali27 oh shit Vince got, Vince got Rob 9 and uh, that's gonna do it we out appreciate it do you